0: husband! Yes, wife? Let's read the Bible.
1: But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing?
0: Because we live in small town USA, and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively, and we have no idea how to respond?
1: That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics.
0: We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction.
1: And this feed houses our reading of the book of Genesis, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed, too.
0: Why are we separating each book?
1: Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material.
0: You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse.
1: That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.
0: Hey, you. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife.
1: And together, we're reading the Bible.
0: Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents.
1: Or shekels.
0: Yeah, those. (laughs) We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense.
1: We aren't academics or scholars.
0: Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all.
1: What we've learned so far is that God's a dick.
0: Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one.
1: Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good.
0: Yep. Husband. Yeah, wife. Why were we late?
1: Because we suck. Well, also I had a promotion this week so like
0: I, I like to know, think that instead of we suck we had life events happened that got in the way
1: And they were good. Well, so we also God must be on our side, right? Oh
0: my gosh. Okay, <laughs> but let's be honest, we also um we watched the president no the vice presidential debates. There was that. And that put us off.
1: I mean the fly was very distracting.
0: It was. But That put us off our recording schedule and then your schedule changed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We had a lot of shit this week. Sorry, everybody.
0: So this is um, on an odd day just to get us back on schedule.
1: Yeah. And we should be back on schedule for Tuesdays and Thursdays going forward.
0: Yep. Sorry. Sorry. And um, do you remember what happened last episode?
1: Not even a little bit.
0: So Joseph almost got raped by Potiphar's wife.
1: Joseph almost got raped by Potiphar. Oh, that's right. And then he
0: went to jail the end. Because
1: he was, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's basically the gist of what happened. Okay. All right. So now we are going to be reading Genesis chapters 40 and 41.
1: All right. Let's get to it. Okie dokie. Hey, wife.
0: Yes, husband.
1: Did you know that we are now on Patreon?
0: Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> okie dokie so we're still on the story of joseph all right okay genesis chapter 40 joseph interprets the prisoner's dreams because you know he's in jail yeah okay sometime later pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker offended their royal master pharaoh became angry with these two officials and he put them in the prison where joseph was in the palace of the captain of the guard they remained in prison for quite some time, and the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, who looked after them.
1: Can you imagine if you had a boss that just like, got angry at you and you went to jail for it?
0: I mean, it, would it seems, seems kind of like Trump wants to be that way.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that would be a shitty job.
0: It would. But I mean, Joseph's like, I'm in jail, but I'm still awesome because
1: like, he's in charge of him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, as long as you're going to go to jail anyway, at least I mean he's cush. got a good job
1: but those two guys that like, went to jail because of their boss. I'm like, that sucks.
0: But they're under the care of Joseph, so are they really in jail? I don't know. I, I
1: mean, it sounds like they're really in jail.
0: I mean, I don't know. According to the musical, they could like slide through the bars. So. Oh,
1: okay. All I right. don't
0: know. While they were in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker each had a dream one night, and each dream had its own meaning. Like, if this was in the bookstore today, you know, like those dream dictionaries, Mm -hmm. we totally poo-poo and make fun of those things. But, no, it's in the Bible, so it's okay.
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, obviously, Joseph's dreams are more important than any other humans on the planet ever.
0: But I'm just saying, like, the interpretation of dreams, like, most of us think of that as New Age nonsense. But Christians in particular think of it as, like, either at best – nonsense or at worst the devil's work
1: but there's a lot of those books so obviously we find some fascination in this
0: i know i just i think it's funny yeah that it went back this far it did when joseph saw them the next morning he noticed that they both looked upset why do you look so worried today he asked them and they replied we both had dreams last night but no one can tell us what they mean do you think they both said that exact same thing at that exact same time i'd
1: like to imagine they did
0: that's stupid (laughs) Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> so is he implying that he's God?
0: I don't know what he's implying, but that was ridiculous. Right. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream first. In my dream, he said, I saw a grapevine in front of me. The vine had three branches that began to bud and blossom, and soon it produced clusters of ripe grapes. I was holding Pharaoh's wine cup in my hand, so I took a cluster of grapes and squeezed the juice into the cup. Then I placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. This is what the dream means, Joseph said. The three branches represent three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position as his chief cupbearer. And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well for you. Mention me to Pharaoh so he might let me out of this place for I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison, but I did nothing to deserve it.
1: You know he was in charge, so maybe he already knew I was going to be released in three days, and he's like, "How can I make this work right for me? like
0: how many branches did you say?" <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that too when the chief baker saw that joseph had given the first dream such a positive interpretation he said to joseph i had a dream too no kidding because you guys already said that at the same time right in my dream there were three baskets of white pastries stuck in my head stuck on wait let me start over three baskets of white pastries stacked on my head Ah. (laughs) boy i tried to screw that up the top basket contained all kinds of pastries for Pharaoh, but the birds came and ate them from the basket on my head. Oh, what
1: a bunch of asshole birds.
0: This is what the dream means, Joseph told him. The three baskets also represent three days. Three days from now, Pharaoh will lift you up and impale your body on a pole. Oh. Then birds will come and peck away at your flesh.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Like, dude. What the hell did the baker guy do? Gotta wonder if maybe um, Potiphar's wife, like, humped him, too.
1: What does that have to do with the pharaoh?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Okay, You're But right. anyway, the baker's fucked. Apparently. Yeah,
0: baker's fucked. That's sad. Would you want to know? No. No. Pharaoh's birthday came three days later, and he prepared a banquet for all his officials and staff. He summoned his chief cupbearer and chief baker to join the other officials. Come out of jail for just a second. Bake me I some need shit. Bake
1: and make wine. and yeah. Fill wine glasses. And
0: then get your ass back to jail. I mean.
1: Well, he's gonna apparently kill one of them and release one of them, though.
0: Ugh. He then restored the chief cupbearer to his former position, so he could again hand Pharaoh his cup. But Pharaoh impaled the chief baker just as Joseph had predicted when he interpreted his dream. But why? Jeez. I want to know why. I know this like, is very. Like what the fuck did he do? Right, like that matters to me. Yeah. Pharaoh's chief cupbearer, however, forgot all about Joseph, never giving him a second thought. What a dick. The end. that was it yep that was chapter 40
1: okay all right well (laughs) dude got impaled another dude fills cups again yay and joseph is forgotten
0: poor joseph but really
1: yeah all right i guess let's go find out what happens in
0: chapter 41 all right let's do it Genesis chapter 41, Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream. How did he,
1: he didn't get out. So whatever, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. I I need to shut up now.
0: You need to shut up now. (laughs) Two full years later. Oh, damn. Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing on the bank of the Nile River. In his dream, he saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. Then he saw seven more cows come up behind them from the Nile, but these were scrawny and thin. These cows stood beside the fat cows on the riverbank. Then the scrawny, thin cows eat the seven healthy fat cows. Oh, damn. At this point in the dream, Pharaoh woke up. Yeah, I, mean, I, would, I would too. Say, that sounds like a nightmare, not a dream. Yeah. Yikes. But he fell asleep again and had a second dream. This time he saw seven heads of grain, plump and beautiful, glowing on a single stalk. Then seven more heads of grain appeared, but these were shriveled and withered by the east wind.
1: Did they eat the other ones?
0: Uh, that's my question. <laughs> oh shit! And these thin heads swallowed up the seven plump, well-formed oh, heads. Oh shit! I didn't know that didn't heads know of that, grain could yeah, swallow. That's interesting. <laughs> swallow. <laughs> what? <laughs> swallow.
1: Okay.
0: Then Pharaoh woke up again and realized it was a dream. Holy shit! Pharaoh he some been
1: weird dreams.
0: He'd been drinking too much of that wine. Yeah. Maybe the wine cupbearer needs to go back to jail.
1: He's going to get impaled.
0: The next morning, Pharaoh was very disturbed by the dreams, as, well, he should be. Yeah. So he called for all the magicians and wise men of Egypt. When Pharaoh told them of his dreams, not one of them could tell him what they meant. Finally, the king's chief cupbearer spoke up. "'Today I have been reminded of my failure,' he told Pharaoh. "'Some time ago you were angry with the chief baker and me, "'and you imprisoned us in the palace of the captain of the guard. "'One night the chief baker and I each had a dream, and each dream had its own meaning. "'There was a young Hebrew man with us in the prison who was a slave of the captain of the guard. "'We told him our dreams, and he told us what each of our dreams meant, "'and everything happened just as he predicted.' I was restored to my position as cupbearer and the chief baker was executed and impaled on a pole. Yikes. Yeah. Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once and he was quickly brought before or I'm sorry, brought from the prison. After he shaved and changed his clothes, he went in and stood before Pharaoh. I'm glad he took a shower first. That's right, very yeah. important. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, "I had a dream last night and no one here can tell me what it means, but I have heard that when you hear about a dream, you can interpret it." It is beyond my power to do this, Joseph replied. But God can tell you what it means and set you at ease. Why does
1: he keep saying that? And then he just goes ahead and interprets the I dream. I know.
0: It bothers me. That's is stupid. Is this like a fancy way of saying God works through me? It's not me doing maybe,
1: it? Maybe, maybe. But still, it's it, a really
0: It's a shitty way of good saying way. that. Yeah. I wonder if it has to do with the interpretation that we're reading or if it... I don't know. So Pharaoh told Joseph his dream... Oh, stop throwing stuff at the cat. She's
1: clawing my records.
0: Well, maybe she just wants some attention. Maybe. Stop, cat. It's so feral.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're yelling at her cat on a podcast.
0: Well, I mean, she's being irritating during a podcast. She's being an asshole. Well, she really is. Yeah.
1: All stop right.
0: being an asshole. We're trying to read the We're Bible. We're reading the Bible. God damn it. Damn
1: animal, cat, we love you. All right. Back to the
0: Bible. So Pharaoh told Joseph his dream. In my dream, he said, oh, I got to hear it again. You know how I hate repetitiveness. Right. I was standing on the bank of the Nile River and I saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. But then I saw seven sick looking cows, scrawny and thin, come up after them. I've never seen such sorry looking animals in all the land of Egypt.
1: Let me guess they ate them.
0: These thin, scrawny cows ate the seven fat cows. <laughs> but afterward, you wouldn't have known it, for they were still as thin and scrawny as before. Then I woke up. Well, at least he's changing up his words and not being completely repetitive. Right, it's a little bit different. Yeah. In my dream, I also saw seven heads of grain, full and beautiful, growing on a single stalk. Then seven more grain heads of grain appeared, but these were blighted, shriveled, and withered by the east wind. And the shriveled heads swallowed the seven healthy heads. I told these dreams to the magicians, but no one could tell me what they mean. Joseph responded, both of Pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing. God is telling Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The seven healthy cows and the seven healthy grains of grains of head, heads of grain, (laughs) (laughs) both represent seven years of prosperity. Uh The seven, do you not know this story?
1: I've heard sort of, yeah.
0: Yeah, you saw the movie. I know. I don't
1: remember shit about shit.
0: (laughs) It's true. You really don't. The seven thin scrawny cows that came up later and the seven thin heads of grain withered by the east wind represent seven years of famine. Mm. This will happen just as I have described it for God has revealed to Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The next seven years will be a period of great prosperity throughout the land of Egypt, but afterward there will be seven years of famine so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt. Famine will destroy the land. This famine ah oh, the cat made me lose my place. <laughs> <laughs> this famine will be so severe that even the memory ow, and then she bit me. God damn it. I'm trying to read the Bible, you fucking asshole. This famine will be so severe that even the memory of the good years will be erased. As for having two similar dreams, it means that these events have been decreed by God, and he will soon make them happen. I see. So when you have two similar dreams, that means that... He's like trying to emphasize a point, And I'm asking this because I have had multiple dreams of my teeth falling out.
1: Yeah. No, I don't really think that's the way things work. I don't either. But also I have to mention that there were no cats harmed in the making of this reading of the Bible.
0: No, not at all. No. <laughs> Therefore, Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. This is the mm. part of in the film where Joseph is pointing to himself and right. he's like, Who could it be? (laughs) Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one fifth of all the crops during the seven good years. Have them gather all the food produced in the good years that are just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouses. Store it away and guard it so there will be food in the cities. That way there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, this famine will destroy the land.
1: Sounds like a solid plan.
0: Right? Plan ahead. Budget.
1: I mean, it sounds like a solid plan regardless of if there's going to be a famine or not. Yeah, I mean, you you should
0: always, like, put money away for a rainy day. Yeah. Like, duh. Yeah. Joseph is made ruler over Egypt. Same part, same chapter.
1: Got it. Got it.
0: Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. I mean, why wouldn't they be there? logical. Right. Yeah. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. <laughs> that is bad but, math. But
1: apparently it's not intelligence, according to Joseph. It's just God. interpreting through him, Sort yep. of. Yep. Maybe.
0: I mean, God gave the dream. And then God gave the interpretation. Right. Whatever. You will be in charge of my court and all my people will take orders from you. Only I, sitting on my throne, will have a rank higher than yours. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of fucking Egypt. I mean,
1: dude just came from jail and you're like, put him in charge of all of Egypt.
0: Like, did you even ask what he went to jail for? Right. And be like, and don't hump people's wives. (laughs) Right. Then Pharaoh removed his signet signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung a gold chain around his neck. Wow. Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. Oh, damn! And I wonder
1: who was second in command before this, because I'd think they'd be pretty pissed.
0: I would be pissed if that was me. Right? I could tell you. Like,
1: dude just came out of jail, and I'm getting replaced by this motherfucker.
0: But for all we know, I mean, this this whole thing is such a flim flam that maybe that guy came from jail too.
1: Could be, but you know, wouldn't you be thinking like, if I just told him something about some fucking dream, I could stay in place and I'd been fine, right? But no, this this asshole now he's telling him uh, until well, his dreams mean until
0: till you got it wrong. Yeah, I mean then, that's then, that's the clencher. then you end up on a stake. Yeah, that's probably what happened to the Baker. <laughs> and wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, "Kneel down!" So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all G- Egypt. Wow. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. Damn. Damn. Then Pharaoh gave Joseph a new Egyptian name, zephanath Panea. Nope. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll stick with Joe. I mean. I mean, Zeph- Zephanath.
1: I mean, you got to read it like it's red. Just, you know.
0: Zephanath-Paneah. Right. Zephanath-Paneah. I whatever, mean.
1: Whatever. Whatever.
0: He also gave him a wife whose name was Asenath. Oh, that's a really cool name. What I'm was his th- name? His name rhymed with that. That's it
1: what was I Asenath.
0: Hold on, Zaphonath and Asenath.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: That is awesome. She was the daughter of Potiphar, the what? priest of On.
1: Oh, I was thinking like Potiphar, like the guy that like threw him in jail,
0: <laughs> right? So Joseph took charge of the entire land of Egypt. He was 30 years old when he began serving in the court of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And when Joseph left Pharaoh's presence, he inspected the entire land of Egypt. As predicted for seven years, the land produced bumper crops. During these years, Joseph gathered all the crops grown in Egypt and stored the grain from the surrounding fields in the cities. He piled up huge amounts of grain like sand on the seashore. Where have we heard that before?
1: Like all through the Bible?
0: Yeah. Then he stopped keeping records because there was too much to measure. You mm. can't count that high, bruh.
1: Sounds like a, I mean, it sounds gr- like you're just asking for people to steal from you. Right. You can't keep track of it.
0: Take a little off the top. Right? Nobody <laughs> will notice because he can't exactly. count this fucking high. Exactly. During this time, before the first of the famine years, two sons were born to Joseph and his wife, Azanath, the daughter of Pot- Potipharah, the priest of On. Joseph named his older son Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family. So Joseph named his second son Ephraim, for he said, God has made me fruitful in this land of my grief. At last, the seven years of bumper crops throughout the land of Egypt came to an end. Then the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had predicted. The famine also struck all the surrounding countries, but throughout Egypt, there was plenty of food. It almost sounds like they invented socialism, and it worked.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Hmm. Imagine.
1: I know, right, yeah.
0: Where everybody plans ahead to together as a community, and then and everybody... Take care of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. That's, that could yeah. be nice. I
1: mean, because, you know, essentially socialism is, you know, paying your taxes so that we can have things like 911 and... And whatever roads that don't have yeah potholes roads, yeah and well, that doesn't work out very well
0: buildings that are built up to code and right fresh right. air and clean water yeah.
1: so i mean i i think we've talked about this before there's there's a lot of socialist ideas in the bible which is hmm. kind of cool it's very
0: interesting i wonder if christians know
1: <laughs> um you wouldn't think so. No, it doesn't appear that they do. Think I
0: that. don't think they do. Yeah. Maybe.
1: I don't I don't really think that they understand much about what socialism is. No, I th- other than it sounds like it's too close to communism.
0: Yeah, so. I was going to say like every time I hear somebody go off about socialism, they're like freaking out that it's like the devil and it's communism and those, you know, pinky bastards and
1: Yeah, there's definitely some misconceptions especially amongst uh, Christians. About yeah. what socialism is.
0: It's almost like they didn't read their own motherfucking book. I,
1: I don't think that they did.
0: I think that we have now... We've vid- probably, we
1: probably have read more of the Bible than the majority of Christians I, on, on the planet.
0: I think so. Isn't that interesting?
1: It is pretty interesting.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Eventually, however, the famine spread throughout the land of Egypt as well, and when the people cried out to Pharaoh for food, he told them, go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. So with severe famine everywhere, Joseph opened up the storehouses and distributed grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe throughout the land of Egypt, and the people from all around Egypt came to buy grain from Joseph. Because the famine was severe throughout the world. The end. Except that throughout the world means throughout that part of the continent that they were aware of.
1: Right, right. And they had to buy it from him. So this doesn't sound very socialist, actually. No, no. It sounds like Pharaoh's like, hey, we got a money-making scheme here. Let's use it. Yeah. We're going to use God to make money. Right. Yay. Yeah,
0: that's less good. So
1: that's less good.
0: That's less good. It
1: started out socialist.
0: Like, wait, why do we have to um, buy back the food that we gave?
1: Well, we don't know that they gave them. It might have been the Pharaoh's crops that they were storing back.
0: Okay. It could have been. I don't know. I mean, well Pharaoh owns the entire land, so all of these people were growing the food that belonged to Pharaoh. That's fair. That's fair.
1: But maybe he maybe And, you know, we don't know the whole story. Maybe he bought it from them in the first place. Oh,
0: shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, he did not. He said, he said, all you serfs and slaves, get out in those fucking fields and go grow that shit. And I'm going to take it from you because it's mine. And then if you want some, you can buy it from me, even though you toiled with your hands. That
1: sounds likely. But I just, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. We don't know exactly. Whatever.
0: I know. Okay. Well. I know because men in power are always... Greedy asshole bastards. All right. And they take, take, take.
1: Well, that's it for today. Okay. Is that it for today?
0: Yeah. That's it for today. I
1: wasn't stopping you. You can go <laughs> on a rant longer if you want.
0: I mean, it's basically just men suck the end. Right.
1: I know. You've, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. A lot.
0: I'm sorry I'm such a man hater. If men would just stop sucking so much, I would stop hating them so much. Mm, yeah. I mean, there are good mans. You are a good man. Mm-hmm. And I know a few other good mans. I,
1: I know. You, you've told me before.
0: It's just that men in general are shitty. Okay. Right?
1: I mean, I don't want to alienate our audience. So according to the stats, it's like 90% men.
0: Oh, well, that's very sad. But I'm sorry. I have a good husband because he admits, yeah, men are kind of good. I mean, right? You have said that before. I have said that before. And if these listeners are good men, they too will say, "Yeah, lots of men are rapey and gross, and that's too I mean, bad." Certainly,
1: in the Bible, that's true.
0: Certainly, in the Bible, that's true. Right? Yeah. All
1: right. Well, we're going to try to stay on track from here forward. Again, our cat is just fine.
0: Yeah, she's fine.
1: And uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of days.
0: Yeah, so, we'll see you Tuesday. What? Yep. What?
1: All right. And until then, bye. Yes, wife?
0: Um, is there a way for people to contact us?
1: Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account.
0: We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it?
1: It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like
0: D for discourse?
1: Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate
0: them. Yeah,
1: that's disgusting.
0: How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know?
1: I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary (laughs) or something. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore d k.
0: Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. What about an email?
1: Yeah, we got that too. What Sac, is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com.
0: Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious.
1: Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you th- thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail. We love that kind of stuff.
0: Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout, or like correct my pronunciations. Yeah, please. Bad, wrong, and horrible. Because
1: we suck sometimes.
0: Absolutely. Oh,
1: also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff, or even leave a comment or something. That
0: would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye.